And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. The Walking Dead. Hello and welcome to Walking Dead Wednesday, number 28. I'm Chris Honeywell, and I am here with Dr. Bill Robinson. Oh, wait. This isn't an ape show. Never mind. No. Hey, everybody. Um, and I'm also here with Sean Engel, who is getting bonus points because he is at work. Yes, once again, calling in from work, so yay. <laughs> so so whatever weird sounds you hear in the background, try and figure out where. Here, actually, I'm pouring a drink right now. It's it's alcohol, surprisingly. <laughs> it, it honestly is. It's, it's alcohol, but I, I definitely wouldn't drink it because... Yeah, it's, it rubs. Is it, the, is it, it rubbing rubs the, alcohol or it rubs it's, alcohol it, it against is, the hose again? It, it's 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 one hundred percent alcohol. It is. Uh, is it isopropyl? Uh, it is. Uh, where is it? No, it is. Well, yeah, it is. It's a mixture of ethanol, methanol, and isopropyl. So it's so only half blind, yeah. Yeah, uh, pretty much. I just chase it with some antifreeze. It'll be fine. Oh, okay. I'll have to get some of that too. Gives it that fishy smell. <laughs> Why do I know so much? But never mind. Never mind. Well. <laughs> well, Sean, well, Sean's in the lab. <laughs> our task ahead. Well, Sean was in the lab late one night. Right. <laughs> um, we are going to be covering a comic this month. Was TV show last month, comic book this month, Walking Dead number 56. And you know, you know, 56, uh, 28, half of 56. You are right? correct. Yes. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah, carry the one. Oh. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Simple math. Oh, I know it's math. Well, I guess I'm, I'm doing the synopsis this month. And since I'm so. a bitter, jealous man. Sure, because neither of us prepared one, so otherwise we were completely boned here. Well, I, I noticed Bill's been stealing all the thunder, so I prepared a special Uh-oh. synopsis. Oh, oh shit. I, a lot of people know a lot of my accomplishments, but a lot of people don't know that I am also a master of bad poetry. Oh, dear Christ. So I will be doing this one in, in verse. Form. Iambic pentameter? I don't know. Just, what the, I'm a bad just, poet. I don't know. It rhymes, dude. It rhymes. Stop Stop delaying it. Stop delaying it, Bill. Let him get it over with. <laughs> All right. It's like a, it's like a band-aid on the testicle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Should I, do you want Rip it, it off, to happen then, quickly, sir. or do you want it to be protracted? No, no. Just, go, just, go just do it. Go right ahead. All right. Walking Dead number 56, brought to you by... Well, we got Kirkman Adler, you know, the usual art crew, um, Cliff Rathburn doing the gray tones and the colors on the covers, and Russ Wooten is the letter, and Aubrey Citizen's the editor. <clears throat> Glenn searches the forest late at night. His gut is feeling not so right. Maggie said she had to pee, but he finds her hanging from a tree. Help, he yells. I need you now. The group comes quick to cut her down. She doesn't breathe. She doesn't stir. Glenn freaks out and cries on her. 
Abe says, Glenn, you know she's dead. We've got to shoot her in the head. Glenn wants more time for CPR, but Abe says, nope, it's gone too far. Abe points the gun, Glenn throws a punch, then Abe eats Glenn up for lunch. He points again to end the job, but Rick says, hey, forget it, Bob. I've got this pistol to your skull, and my trigger finger's getting dull. Abe says you can piss right off. Then Maggie sits up with a cough. She's alive, says Glenn. Thank you, Rick. Don't Abe feel like a fucking dick? Everybody goes to bed. Just another day in The Walking Dead. Abe found Rick and then he said, Point a gun at me, I'll blow off your head. Rick says you can do your worst, but just like Greedo, I'll shoot you first. The next morning when he's awake, Rick goes off for a piss to take. In the bliss of the flow of yellow, Rick fails to see a rotting fellow. He clutches Rick before he could run. Rick sees Abe watching with his gun. Shoot it now, why do you wait? Shoot its head, don't hesitate. Abe takes slow and careful aim and makes the walker lose its brain. Rick is still pissed that Abe saved him too slow, but now it's time to pack up and go. Rosie finds Abe crying and shaking. He doesn't like the road he is taking. When the walker had showed up and started a fight, it was Rick's head that he had set in his sights. I wanted to kill him. I wanted so bad. But Santa Claus said that killing is bad. Rosie, I've chopped up so many men. Oh, Jesus, don't let me kill again. The end. <laughs> Very nice. Bravo. Oh, uh, damn you bastards. Now I'm going to have to come up with something almost as inventive as that. You guys are setting the bar too freaking high. Yeah, high's the right uh, word for that one, man. Uh, well, not surprisingly, <laughs> I, I guess so. I could hear the music that you uh, um, that you played in the opening of the Days of Future Past, the uh, the opening Nights in White Satin. Oh God! Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh God! Cold hearted orb rules, rules the, the night. night. Erasing shadows from our sight. Kills the walker in his sights. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, please. You know, we went from King Crimson now to out of this. No, 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 please. Let's let's keep the uh, prog rock bands from the 70s, you know, separate from the show. Out of our out of our Walking Dead. Yes. Yeah, but they are the Walking Dead. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they are. Oh, much. zap. Hey man, at least I'm not playing any Grateful Dead in the background, and I'm not. Uh, oh, that's good. Yet, obviously, I left a lot out of my. Well, I mean, that was pretty. Uh, it's the, the, the gist of it. The, the yeah. big portions. The the only thing he really didn't talk about was, uh, you know, little bits and pieces between Glenn and Maggie, you know, trying to. Resolve or resolve what just what happened and uh, and uh, Dale, uh, Dale and, and Andrea. Um, yeah. So that was about it. But otherwise, you covered up pretty much of it. Uh, I like this because again, we're fleshing out the character of Abraham a little bit more, and we're getting to see you know Rick also step up and be a leader again. Right. You know, he's he's been kind of downtrodden because of the the events of the prison fallout 
and he's having to step up again and try and be the leader. And this is kind of his first steps to doing. Yeah, and it's funny because we're kind of celebrating Abe coming back, but uh, and he's like, "Ooh, another uh, like sort of alpha dog type of Tyrese character." But now I'm starting to wonder, you know, he might be a little psycho around the edges, you know. Mm-hmm. What's what, you know? Well, uh, everybody's a little rough around the edges in this world. Yeah, that's true. You know, but uh, but yeah, Michonne gives her 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 backing the Rick, you know, like you were saying, Sean, that you know he's he's making decisions of what he thought was the right thing to do, you know, and and you know that's that she's. Uh, you know, and that he he needs to uh, just trust his instincts and and go with it. And, you know, I guess get back to being the leader that he was. Oh, yeah. She definitely sees him coming back and is is right on encouraging that. You know, she is she is not going to hesitate to be just like, look, man, this is what this is your this that's kind of Rick's function in the group. You know, everybody has a function. I mean, Rick could be just like. You know every other guy in the group, I guess, and help gather wood and supplies and stuff. But it's really, you know, a waste of you know his talent, which is which is leadership. But then mm-hmm. again, Abe is kind of good at leadership too and used to it. Also, yeah, but the so. thing is about Abe is we don't know. You know, is he one of these leaders is going to lead us down a negative path? Is he right. one of these people who might be another governor type character? You know, we don't know enough about him right now to to place our trust in him as the leader of the group. And, you know, that really sets up a nice conflict between uh, Ricky and Abraham during during parts of this. And eventually leads up to that final sequence where it's like, is Abraham going to shoot the walker or is he going? going to shoot Rick or is he going to let the walker take him and it, it, it all it all builds up to that final sequence where Abraham's just there's obviously something happened in the past that's just broken him up that he has killed before and he doesn't want to do it anymore right well yeah. I mean and and the and the sequence when Maggie comes you know wakes up from blacking out and and Abraham's got his gun you know, ready to shoot her, and Glenn's yelling that you know she's alive, she's alive, and you could see you know they really portray his face that he's 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 shocked that he almost killed her. You oh know, yeah, that, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, he, he feels horrible that he almost killed her, and Rick was right, but at the same time, he still wants to kill him. You know. Yeah, well, I mean, he's got to. I think he still has to try to exert that. You know. The alpha dog, you know, the male machismo, you know, hey, don't, you know, yeah, you shouldn't but, have questioned me. Yeah, but a lot of that is just sort of headbutting and stuff. But he actually, like, had his gun trained on Rick's head, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is but, not, you know, not the first time that's happened. And the, the other time didn't end well. But to be honest, it's nice to see that that both sides are being, you know, uh, Abraham's being kind of pragmatic here. You know, he realizes that if she is dead, even though she's a member of the group and she has someone who totally cares for her, if she decided to take her life and is dead, it's not going to be long before she revives. And essentially, he's being very pragmatic about the the whole thing. Uh, You can, it's great in 
this comic and these series of comics that you can take either side on on what's going on you can take rick's side on it that we should try and resuscitate her and try and make sure that she gets back to life or you can right. also take abraham's side and you know go we need to offer because chances are she comes back and she's going to be a threat to all of us well but i mean maybe they should treat her better you know like you know Maybe the ten second rule. They just <laughs> you know, cut her down. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like ah, she's gonna shoot her. If it whoa, was whoa, reversed, whoa, whoa. If wait a minute. Rosita, if that was Rosita on the ground, yeah, I mean, you know, he would know, probably, he would probably a be like back off and be like, hey, if anybody's gonna finish her off, it's gonna be me or her own people, you know? Yeah, like mm-hmm. try to you know back up a minute. Maybe one person tries to resuscitate with another with a gun right there to see what's going on. I mean, he was ready to smoke her right yep. there. To not even, you know, just, it was a little, I mean, he was being pragmatic, but I think he was jumping the gun a little, too. Nobody even well, did any mouth-to-mouth at the, up to that point, you know. Yeah, and it, yeah, it is It is a different situation than if she was bit. There, there's, it's not, it's yes. not automatically assumed that she's going to turn. She killed herself, or she attempted to kill herself, and, you know, there could be a chance for resuscitating her, but... You know, Abraham is just taking the pragmatic look. It's like she's dead. We need to take care of someone who's dead because we know the dead come back to life. But yeah, I understand. Yeah, it, it is kind of it's a kind of fatalistic, kind of nihilistic viewpoint. Well, all our friends are standing around in a circle too. You know, and and I mean, people don't just like leap right up after after dying. It takes them a little while to. To do it, you know, they can, yeah. they can figure things out. But he's probably just been so used to, <laughs> well, doing that, you know, what, you know, just capping people up to that point. You know what really happened here, though, right? Okay. No, please no. tell us. <laughs> well, you see, I think Glenn got some mixed signals from Maggie because I think she was into, uh, you know, uh, autoerotic oh, no. asphyxiation. <laughs> So I, like, I think he got there a little late, you know. Maybe she was she was doing a Michael Hutchins thing. I was David just gonna Garrity. say it was a Michael Hutchins. Uh, Meet me out Garrity. in the forest in fifteen minutes. See, Glenn had fallen asleep when she said that part. She's Meet me out by the tree in fifteen minutes, <laughs> and and he woke up sixteen minutes later yep. and went, "Oh, where's Maggie?" <laughs> she said something Oops. about going to the bathroom. Oops. Bill, this is a serious wow. subject, and it deserves to be taken seriously. All right, Dr. Seuss, I don't want to hear any crap out of you. <laughs> but, you know, this is funny, because this is sort of going along with, um, in the TV show, except it's Andrea in the TV show, who's sort of after, there's a, there's a sort of similar, you know, where, you know, I mean, Glenn tries to bring it up briefly, and Maggie, and I think, what is it, Michonne, too? tries to say something to her and she's just like leave me alone i don't want to talk yeah. about it mm-hmm. so so it's interesting i think they've taken a lot of the issues that maggie had with her attempted suicide and they moved them on to the andrea character in the tv show mm-hmm. and there's yeah. also that scene there where uh sophia you know comes up to is it so yeah it's sophia comes yeah. up to andrea and it's like you know mommy what's wrong with you and it just breaks andrea down because well, she realized Maggie, that, you mean? Yeah, Maggie. I'm getting everything. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, so, well, there's so many damn characters. But, you know, not only is she concerned, and I don't know if this is the first time that Sophia has, you know, called Maggie her mother. Or, well, no, she did that earlier. While, no, they, uh, yeah, the Dale, and, uh, Dale and Andrea were talking about that late, later. Yeah, about how, were... you know, it would have been a real shame because Sophia has basically made Maggie into her surrogate mother, has basically almost forgotten about her old mother, mm -hmm. seemingly. Well, you know, and uh, they also say, oh, I wonder what would happen to Ben and Billy if something were to happen to us. Well, that's okay. A few more issues, you won't have to worry about that. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, problem will Billy... fix itself. Yeah, they'll have to look at the flowers here pretty yep. soon. Yeah. <laughs> Just look at the flowers. <laughs> That's what I tell my kid. Never mind. <laughs> you, you, sure. were saying kitten. you were saying kitten. kitten. You were talking about not your kids. No, you'd never no. think that to your kids ever. See, I no. think that's a well, I think that's a fine joke to make with your kids. Like if it's <laughs> you and your wife, because your kids if your kids get it, then you're a bad parent because then you're letting your little kids watch The, the Walking Dead. dead. <laughs> yeah. But otherwise, they won't get it. And it, it's a nice little, probably nice little uh, steam vent for for couples. Oh, yes. I'm certain I'm certain I've used it a couple of times. With you my know, wife, yeah. with my well, you could be walking by up. some legitimate flowers and go, hey, kids, come over here and look at the flowers and just look at your wife and give her <laughs> snicker, a little snicker. Nod. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, like how how many times when you were you 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 were a kid, did your parents joke, you know, well, why don't you go play in traffic? <laughs> right? right. That was the one hey. when you were kids. <laughs> <laughs> now I think about it quite often. Holy crap. <laughs> We used to play in traffic. We were so rural that you could play on a road for long periods of time. And if anybody was coming, you saw them coming quarter mile down the, the road. You saw the dust cloud coming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, over all there, the dogs yeah. started barking at all the farms. The zombie bear jamboree. Yeah. <laughs> if I ran downstairs to look to see who was coming every time I heard a car here, it would be quite a spectacle. But yeah, I thought this was a pretty, um, pretty intense issue. They really, uh, not... well, things are starting to build back up again. It, it yeah. seems. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've gotten we've gotten some downtime. You know, nothing really happening, and you know, with the with Maggie trying to hang herself, that definitely ramps Stirs things up the again. Stirs the pot a little it. bit. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it starts starts to kick things off again. Yeah. And we're on the road again. That always mm -hmm. that always helps sort of move along on on the Walking the Dead. The Walking Dead sort of seems like it always has that a little settle down into one place, and then it's on the road again. So it's always a transition. Yeah, and it's always the settle down, and then where we're at gets ruined. Move, settle down, where we're at gets ruined. Yeah. Well, it's like settle down. And be very cynical at first, but then start to think, hey. Then get comfortable. Hey, we can make this, this work. Maybe this could work. Why can't mm -hmm. we have nice things? <laughs> not yeah, fair. Which, which I don't know if you guys, uh, you know, kind of moving forward a bit, you know, not really spoiling anything, but I don't know if you guys have checked out, like, the latest issue of The Walking Dead. Uh, yeah, uh, it's like a 
jump ahead from where it was. Is that the double sized, the, the double sized yeah. one? Yeah, it's a double sized one. It, it basically they did a jump ahead from where they were in the last issue. You know, when the finale with the all out war storyline and you know it, things are really almost prosperous. So it makes me wonder, you know, what's going to to happen. Where's the other shoe coming up. from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're gonna get hit by a meteorite or something. <laughs> that's funny because it's like with the walking dead when things when when you see things happy that's when the dread starts to set in mm-hmm. yeah but they but 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 they just got through a really rotten portion and now suddenly when one issue what it's a t- how much of a t- time ju- i don't two really years know. no did they two did years? they say two years two years wow i must have missed that see because wow. i didn't i didn't see anything about you know actual time to spy i thought it was you know maybe a year but two years mm. wow that's two years yeah you know and i guess uh, do you wonder if that's any response to to the show because to maybe make carl them, a little older <laughs> i was gonna say because yeah on the show you know the the seasons that we're uh covering on the show on walking dead wednesday carl looks pretty young but now he's pretty much grown up and i don't know if they're trying to you know, it's it's a link that they can get people watching the show to reading the comics or the graphic novels. I don't know, <laughs> but Kirkman's always bragging in the letters section that he's like two, three, four years ahead of time on the the plotting of it. He's uh-huh. got it plotted way into the future. And, yeah, but uh, now it's things are looking kind of. Uh... I don't know, kind of weird between Carl and a certain person there at the end of the of the book. Well, there's a little oh, Silence yeah. of the Lambs going on there. It looks like. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, it's it, it'll be interesting to see you know, you know what what falls out of that. You know, we don't want to spoil ahead any, but yeah, that was. Mm. I I thought that sort of dynamic between those two characters was really interesting. I was going to go to the comic shop tomorrow, actually, to see if the issue after that's come out yet. And it's, you know, it's so funny about... And I guess The Walking Dead is one of the the only comics that's like, you know, issues... Key issues will shoot up in price. So the minute I heard that this issue was on sale, I rushed to the comic shop, sold out. So I went on to eBay... And luckily found one that was like a dollar more than cover price. <laughs> but it had a little bend in the cover, you know. It was a little little messed up. But they were, you know, they were all of a sudden they were going for like 20, you know, 20, 30 dollars because it's a big Jesus. Huh. It's a uh, key issue now. A key and, issue. Yeah. Mm, and, whatever. And, and it introduces a new character that nobody knows if that character is going to go anywhere or be anything important or whatever, but it introduces a new, you know, so they're hoping it's going to be the new, you know, first appearance of Michonne or first appearance of the governor or something like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's see how the speculator market market worked out for uh, people. How are, how are those image comics holding up from the nineties? Hmm? <laughs> yeah, but is this is, this is going to put your kid through college. Yeah, but this is this is this is legit. This is dr- this is driven by actual material in the comics. You know, it, it, it's 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 a. I mean, it does happen legitimately. <laughs> yeah, but it usually happens I, legitimately, and then some, and then it, it ends up with a million people copying it. 
No, it happens legitimately when it's got a low printing run and, and it's actually 50 years old. I'm sorry. It's a brand new book and it just came out. $20 is ridiculous to pay for it. Well, that's, that's just, yeah, but that's, I mean, just that's what me. people will pay for it on. Well, then they're stupid. I'm sorry. And there were already like regular price reserves for the second printing, which was, you know, due out. And see, that's. That's the thing. You're going to get a second printing. It's. I mean, I don't get the. I don't. I'm get happy the whole to have a second printing. I don't care. Have a first printing. Does it matter? It's the same. It's the same story. It's the same artwork. It's the same inking. It's probably the, the same first cover. printing. It'll be worth more because it's sold out. Because you know what? When it comes out in hardback trade, when I get it six months or twelve months from right. now, because the, the way they come out now, the ones that I get, uh, it will. It's not going to jack up the price of my trade. Right. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's right. The first appearance of govern the governor in a trade paperback is not a big deal, but that's the thing is I'm there to read it. That's that's what makes it like. But the the thing the thing about it was is I wanted to read it. I wanted I wanted to like so I didn't want to wait for the second printing to come out. Mm. And I really I don't enjoy. I just have a little laptop and I don't enjoy reading comics on it that much at all. So I like to get the but i wasn't i definitely wasn't going to pay twenty dollars just to have the first printing of it especially since i've replaced all you know my original issues with with your old trades trade, yeah <laughs> so you know so now and then after your trades at the end of your trades i have all the issues you know i've been buying all the issues between then but you know, someday I'll probably if those go up in price, I'll probably just sell those and replace them with the trades of them. You know, or or if I because I think they're coming out with other book versions that are bigger than the book versions I have. Oh Jesus! Yeah, so maybe maybe I'll trade those to you and <laughs> well, I'll just, we'll just keep upgrading. <laughs> yeah, but then I'm gonna have to find somebody else to to. Next, I'll have the giant book of Oa in my house of The Walking Dead. <laughs> oh, I have, like to hand, have it on a hand truck. <laughs> and a holographic to... version and bullshit <laughs> like that. We were at a garage sale the other day and we saw like the CD-ROM collection of every issue, every stinking issue of National Geographic. Oh wow! Yeah, and Scott Gregor's looking at it, going, "That's really cool." And I'm like, "How could you possibly even have time to delve?" Does it have an index? I'm at least sure it to does. tell you like it's... what's on what CD. Oh, I'm sure it does. That it would was... be a great source of information. Of course, information yeah. that's 50 years out of date. Yeah, or more. <laughs> I mean, it started a lot. No, it's, lot. it's it's over a hundred years old. I think all the nudes you could get out of there. Yeah. yeah. All those fluffy uh, pin flapjacks. Mm. Yeah, Aboriginal spank material. That's, <laughs> that's great. Oh, yeah. What has this show devolved into? Uh, Dr. Seuss and National apes. Geographic. Yeah, that's, 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 that's it. It's Apes Month. That's what's wrong. That's, that's why we're, we're devolving. I mean, How did we dodge the ape bullet? I don't know. I, <laughs> there's I, there's I, no zombie know. ape ape books i don't know you know there's got there's gotta be somewhere but i just uh, yeah i couldn't figure out a way to cross this over cross this into planet of the apes you know i was trying to think i know idw did 
their infestation month, and I don't know if IDW IDW it was Boom that had the, right. the Planet yeah. of the Apes right. license. So I'm trying to think if they had any monkey books out that they had crossovers with the sort of zombie thing or the infestation thing. Weird. Oh well. Mm. Yeah, I can't think of any zombie ape books right off the top of my head. And it's such a natural combination, you'd think they'd be all over the place. Two great things that go great together. A zombie Planet of the Apes movie? I'd be all over that. Maybe we should have just made up a zombie Planet of the Apes movie and came in and did a commentary over it. Oh, there you go. That would have been fun. <laughs> oh, my. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm still waiting to get uh, the last book in the... Uh, apparently, it did come out, the last book of the Governor series. Um... But apparently the the uh, comic book store missed it, uh, so they're supposedly reordering it, and I should have it, and I'll be able to read it and pass it on. Did you get it, Sean? Didn't you say that you were going to uh, get no. it on your Kindle? Yeah, I, I I haven't I haven't got it for my Kindle yet. You know, um, it's probably available for Kindle. I just haven't you know checked Amazon yet, which I should check through the Two True Freaks link at Two True Freaks I'm going to buy it on from Amazon because that's the best way to support the Tutor Freaks website. Plug. That was so freaky because you were breaking up on that one. You did, you did the you did that like did. breaking up voice slowing down, so it sounded like you were it sounded like you were explaining it to us very, <laughs> very carefully. Slowly. Which is good with me and Dr. Bill. You really should enunciate, speak slowly, make eye contact at all times. Okay. Not too much eye contact. That, that's oh, right. Don't Thank smile. You when you smile, don't show your teeth. It, it sends us into <laughs> rage. It's a form of aggression, yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'll pull a kidney stone out now. and throw it at you. Oh, that uh, I would pay to see. <laughs> I don't want to know where it out. I'll bet you. I don't want to see you pull it. Uh, I wish. I bet you wish you could pull that kidney stone out and fling it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's better than anything other that he'd be flinging at us. Uh, uh. At least it would be small. <laughs> well, that's yet to be determined, isn't it? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, it hasn't come out yet, so. Who yeah, knows? one morning, you know, could be the size of a fist. You don't know. Oh, hey. Ah. Ooh, ah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, I, oh man. I just a got baby a, a, twinge fist. Of, a twinge of pain. Just about, I don't care if it's a, a monkey uh, uh, fist. You know, that's how you can tell you're aging. Because when you're younger, you find your drunk friend and you go, Hey, man, imagine eating a rotten cat shit sandwich and then licking the ashtray out and then watching him go. Now it's like. We tweak our friend's kidney stones. <laughs> I don't know how you ag verbally aggravate someone's lumbago, but we're going to have to learn how to do that in the inter coming years. My lumbago. <laughs> I need some bromo. My diverticulitis. My sciatic is bothering me. Ah, <laughs> uh, my aching prostate. Uh, hey, uh, I got I got gout. I got the diabetes. Hey, I got the diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> I got the stones. I got the diabetes. 
<laughs> they got high blood pressure. And the King Crimson and the yes. And... The King Crimson and the yes. <laughs> I got the King Crimson. Oh, <laughs> dead, man. That was in a Star Wars comic, I think. <laughs> the Crimson right. Death, yeah. All right, we're... we're... We're we're off the rails, but good night, everyone. Yeah, come back next month. We'll be doing uh, more of uh, season two. I think we're on episode three. I think. Yep. Yes, and uh, I'll I'll be doing another synopsis this time. Ooh, I oh, what oh, wow. Hmm. I think uh, I think the name I told you was going to be Apocalypse Manana. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> Oh, I hope you're brushing up on your Spanish. Oh, there's no Spanish. <laughs> if you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at 2TrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, Two True Freaks gets a little cut of what you buy, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the Two True Freaks at the same time. Visit our website at twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. You can email Two True Freaks directly at twotruefreaks at gmail.com. Two True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of Two Two True True Freaks. Freaks. We were finally invited aboard one of these spacecraft, which landed near Ann Arbor, Michigan, on October the 24th of 1954. This is a drawing of the craft. As I was leaving the craft, the commander, Soltek, said, soon others of your people will be able to have an experience similar to this.